the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. I understand there's a lot of calls, and uh, we have not been able to receive them, so we're going to talk a little about the liability, but let me take some of the calls that have been on the line for a long time. I think we have Joe on the line. Hi, Joe. Hello? Yes, Joe? Hello, Dottie. Hi, Joe. How are you? Pretty okay, Dottie. God bless you and yours. At least it's sunny out, right? At least it's sunny out. (laughs) Today. I was on since uh, 10 o'clock, so I'm glad I got through. First of all, I, I want to say yesterday was the 75th anniversary of VE Day, victory over Europe, over the evil of the Axis forces. 75 years. And those American veterans of World War II were losing them at like 12, 1300 a day. But at least we have some left. Also, I want to say that I have a couple of questions about leases, especially with the pandemic. But I also wanted to say, Dottie, in reference to the uh, pandemic, you know, it's like it is, it is a war and there's a rationing and people are confined and people don't have access to family and friends. And I'm just saying now most American veterans, excuse me, most Americans, civilians will know what we American veterans go through because we don't have access to many services. And that, that's the sad truth. Uh, but anyway. Why do you think that's so? I mean, why do we think that, I mean, of all people, we should be helping our veterans. Exactly, Dottie. Dottie, there are more government programs, local, state, and federal, and more uh, charities, including religious charities, that will help, that will be more inclined to help criminals before they help American veterans. At the federal VA, American veteran, people ask me, oh, you have a wheelchair, how come you don't have an electric one? I said, because... The guideline at the federal VA is an American veteran has to be missing two limbs, an arm and a leg, or both arms or both legs. And now they raised it up to three limbs for an electric wheelchair. But a convicted career criminal credent on Medicaid and Medicare is approved and has an electric wheelchair within a month. Something has to be done about it. because Well, it's, Joe, it's, if you would do this, because, I, I, you know, I'm not as versed on that, but I absolutely believe that our, our veterans uh, risk their lives every minute for us, and we should help them. If you leave a number, um, if I could next week, I could call okay. you, and you could tell me more about it. I appreciate it, but I also wanted a couple help. of quick real estate questions, Dottie. You sure. ready? Okay, yes, one, what I wanted to say was I'm calling on behalf of a brother American veteran, 
and he's in a building which is like a retirement home for American veterans. And the place is just, they, they basically isolated the tenants by uh, closing the computer room down, closing the common room. And unless you have your own phone, you, you're like shut off from the rest of the world. Two American veteran tenants died in 13 days nights. One was only 46, God rest their souls. This is like last week. But the thing is, uh, management is not, like you said, you know, sometimes uh, landowners won't tell you what's, how many people are in the building sick. Well, that's the situation in the building. Uh, management will not uh, even say what the cause of death was, and that just causes more aggravation, more agita, and more anxiety. But the thing I'm I sure it does, but I want to ask Steve for a second. Steve, isn't there a privacy Law that they can't is it? Or am I incorrect on that? Yeah, yeah. There, there, well, there it's is. HIPAA law. HIPAA. So, so there is definitely an issue, and this is a tough issue for both landlords and a different degree employers. Um, but that they can't just disclose, you know, medical privacy uh, and other issues like that for, for people, and just put that out and broadcast broadcast that out there. Excuse me. Yeah. So, so they're not yeah, allowed, so and I and I know so, that so, people want to know. But, it would make them feel but, better that they so, but, know. I mean, but I know that even in 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 jobs, in in even in business, I know that if someone had the virus, we were not allowed to tell anybody who they were. It was up to them for them to if they wanted to. So I don't know that there's. I don't know, Steve, if there's anything you can do about that. And they have pretty much in all the buildings shut the common areas where people go to that are in common because they don't know if somebody has the virus could spread it. And some people don't even know they have the virus. So it's unfortunate because those are the places people could get out and do some stuff, but they pretty much in most of the buildings I know they've cut down, they've shut up, shut all the common areas down. I mean, Steve, do you, you know, do you see that also? Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's I, why. I, I, I agree with you, Dottie. I mean, it, it's it's a very difficult thing to manage. There's also a lot of uncertainty uh, in it, and there's a lot of balancing that's going on, you know, which is why it's leading to the first part of the program, talking about wearing masks and, and doing what we can. And, and, you know, there's not a perfect answer here. Um, you know, we there's some elements of things that need to go on, like we need to be very mindful that, you know, just because we click on a website and a, a box magically shows up there, people, uh, you know, very much on the front lines, you know, working at places and delivering and putting it all together. And, you know, it's a tough balance and it is not a perfect answer because, look, the reality is um, people need to be able to still enter and exit the building. Um, people have their individual rights and privacy and also the building needs to be maintained. So yeah, we're going to see uh, what happens when they start yeah. to open up. Uh, places, how they're going to deal with that, but we're not sure. But I, Joe, if you if you leave me a number or something, I would love to get back to you and see if we can help you out with the veterans thing. That would be appreciated, Dottie. And uh, he's going to be negotiating. We're going to be negotiating moving out. If you and your legal eagles wanted to attend the meeting in the building between the, the American veteran tenant and management to negotiate, we'd appreciate that. Well, leave us a number, and we'll get in touch with you. Okay. All right. And listen, you know, be we, safe, Joe. And thanks for calling. Sorry we still, so long, we, but... we still haven't received our stimulus package yet. I know. I know. I know. You know, as many people, and I do know many people that did. I know many people that didn't. So I, um, I, I think this has kind of been overwhelming for everybody. And um, it's a, 
nobody was prepared for it. And that's kind of really what happens. I mean, you know, nobody was prepared for it. And hopefully uh, we can try to fix the things before it gets worse. And I'm really sorry for those veterans and anything we can do to help. Yeah. So, Joe, leave us the number. We'll get back to you. I think we have a lot of those. Thirteen hundred and twelve hundred stimulus. You know, he, he could, we could go to Florida on that, but everything is discombobulated, and and they're, you know they're stonewalling us. The slum owners. The chief director only comes in once a month, and he doesn't give a straight answer. And you know, we're like we're dying here. Bad enough we died overseas, but now leave we're us, here on Joe, soil. I can't solve it on the phone, or I, I don't know that I can solve it here. But we'll we'll certainly look into it and try to help you out. Just leave us the number, okay? And thank you for calling. And we'll I'll be in touch with you next week, okay? If you want me to. Okay, uh, do we have any other callers? Because I was told we do. Yeah, we got Terry in Long Island. Hi, Terry. I want to thank you for your program. Yes, it's Terry. How are yes, you, Terry? Where on Long me? Island are you? You know, I'm from I'm Long Island. Neck. So. I'm in Great You're Neck. You're in Great I'm Neck. A, oh, that was yes, my I'm favorite place. A, Yes, I'm selling a home for 1.3, which is really low in this area. However, um, uh, my buyer has now run into a problem with the COVID situation. He's seeking uh, funds from a private, not uh, a private broker, and he had uh, gotten two commitment letters because I was in the position of not having any place to go. Now he told me that uh, he's having trouble uh, with getting a uh, following through with the loan because of COVID, and he says he no longer fits because they told him um, that he doesn't fit the program profile. Now, what can I do or what can I suggest for him to do? Did you call, didn't you call a couple of weeks ago about that? Yes, that I Ace did. Spoke the same, same. Yes, yeah, I Ace? Yeah, so, so you can email me um, at ace.w.citizensbank.com. Wait, slow it down. She's at, not going to get that so quick. Yes, thank okay, you. Sorry, sorry. So A is in Apple, C is in Cat, yes. C is in Edward. Dot yes. W at citizensbank.com. Okay. Thank and you. And I'll take a look at his, um, I guess, application, and I'll and I'll I'll let you know, you know, exactly what's going on now. What you should know is banks are changing their guidelines because of COVID-19 and because of things that are going on uh, within the economy. Um, so guidelines have changed. So depending on what his situation is currently. Um, that may be the case, but I'll, I'll definitely take a look at it in, in more detail for you, okay? Okay, thank you. So that's ACE, A-C-E-W, at CitizensBank.com. So there's ACE.W at CitizensBank.com. A-C-E-W at CitizensBank.com. If not, send it to me, and I certainly will get it to ACE. Thank you because, so much. Yeah, because we want your sale to go through, and I, obviously the guidelines were a lot less strict they were like they were not as hard as they are now i guess now the banks worried about people losing jobs and stuff so we'll see if we can help him get into something some kind of loads when are you supposed to close uh may 31st okay and he has and he's not able he's having problems getting difficulty he's yes he's a pharmacist he has a job uh and uh he has uh put down uh 20 percent on the home 
And he and didn't you say all... that he already had gotten a commitment and then they changed it? No, no. He wanted a price reduction because he oh. felt that the – he's given me – I've had hell all through this transaction. Oh, I feel for you. I feel for you. Yes, I feel for me, too. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to try to help you, I promise. We'll do everything we can. If he wants the house and he's got the income, we'll get him. We'll find him something. Thank you. All right. Happy Mother's Day. Same to you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I can't tell if we have any callers or not. I know that. Mike Conti is on the phone. Do we have any other callers? Because I we can't see it from here. Uh, caller April uh, in Astoria, but you also have Lois Weiss on as well. Oh, I'm going to have to take Lois. All right, let's just take April, and then we'll take Lois. Hello. Hello. How are all of you doing? We're good. Hello. Hi, April. Hi. Where are you calling from? Uh, um, right now I'm in the Home Depot in Long Island City, <laughs> but, um, but I'm in Astoria. And I want to ask two quick questions. One, um, do you know anything about storage companies? When you are behind in your storage unit, they give you three months before they'll start sending a letter saying that uh, the state law says they can auction off your property. Do you know if the uh, storage unit companies, where you put, like, extra stuff in your house? You know, I know, you have no room it, I know for it. what it is. You mean, can they, if you didn't pay, if you're behind, can they take your storage and get rid of it and sell it to somebody yeah, else? Are they is that under the, question? the same laws? Are they under the same laws that the governor's saying for, like, real estate right. for renters? Steve, I don't, that, I don't or, know. Do you have any idea about storage companies, yeah, Steve? Yeah, so, store, so storage is not like a home. That's obviously it's not where you live. And so they have – so storage companies have mu- much more ability to um, block access and then to um, – and exactly to auction off. I'd need to look up exactly how much time, and it may affect based on the agreement that you have with them. But absolutely, you do not have the same protections that you would have if you had an issue paying your mortgage or your property taxes. You don't have the same amount of time. I heard the governor say something. I heard the governor say something about um, residential and commercial, commercial uh, real estate, like, you know, uh, stores on a street or something. The commercial, they well, made well, some a stor- sort a of agreement, unit, I A storage unit is different. A, stor- a storage unit is different. So you're, you're not going to get the same protections that you would have um, over there. So, you know, if you're having trouble paying on, on the storage unit, you should seriously consider – um, making an arrangement, taking out your stuff, because you, you can have a situation. Um, and, and, again, I'd have to look up really how much time they have. But, again, it's nowhere near the time that you would have if you had an, an issue or foreclosure with a home mortgage. So you want to be very careful. Um, okay. and, and so and to make sure okay, you can so get I'll your belongings them individually. Absolutely. Yeah, call them up. Call question. them up. I'm, I'm sure okay, guys, one other you. quick question, please. One quick question. Uh, you were mentioning about the forbearance and more home mortgage. And if you're um, a person that has a mortgage on your house and the tenant's not paying the rent or they're only paying half, and the governor says he's giving them now you can't uh, evict them, of course. That's not too friendly. So August 30th. And if he's telling you, well, I'm working on the banks with the landlords, he says. But does, does he know that the banks are going to put an earmark if you take a forbearance as a landlord not to pay him more? He may not be aware that the credit card companies are going to blame you for taking advantage of this. Who's supposed to tell him this? He may not know about what you said this morning. 
Because I didn't know this. I'm, I'm not Scotty, sure. Do you want me to take it? Yeah. So, so basically, this just came out this week. So hopefully there'll be there'll be more communication on it, you know. But um, again, yeah. just like what Dottie says, it's a very fluid process here. Um, it seems yeah. like things are changing every single week. So it's just you know, I think there's going to be more information on this. Obviously, I'm I'm telling you guys uh, real time here, but um, but yeah, more to come on that for sure. Yeah, listen, we okay. apologize. You know, you. it's not our fault. We we just it's kind of crazy. As no one. Every day they're dealing with something different. And with that, right. Lois, where is Lois Weiss? Lois, are you there? Where are you? Yes. Oh, my Good goodness. Morning. I'm sorry. We have had technical difference, difficulties. I haven't seen the questions. I can't tell that somebody's on. Um, but we're working through it. I am thrilled. I just read something from you uh, from the post. Eight. How are you holding up and what are you seeing? Well, let's see. Um, uh, I am furloughed from the post, um, so I'm doing some writing for the real deal, probably some other papers. Um, and uh, still, there's, you know, one of the things I'm hearing is that most of the larger tenants are probably not going to be moving. They want to sort of sit and get a sense of where their business is going forward. Um, you know, it's hard for them to make a commitment when, um, you know, most of their employees are sitting at home. Maybe they aren't uh, getting in their bills fast enough and they don't know if they're, you know, how long the situation is going to last. It's like the never ending hell that I we're know. going through. You know, I was wondering, I was, you know, I was saying, you know, we're all doing everything virtually we you know we have no choice and i guess the good news is i've kind of learned how to do all these things uh better than i did before and mm -hmm. people i and i think that it's going to continue and i thought to myself you know because i'm kind of looking at how is especially new york city which has been a hot spot how does it come back and how is it going to come back and what's going to be different and again i don't have a crystal ball but i was yeah. thinking well if I had a lot of uh, office space, for example, and I housed a, a lot of my employees there, I might rethink that and say, look, I've managed to, to, to work through virtually. Maybe I don't need quite as much space. And yeah, then and, and go. Yeah, I, I, that's something that's your that people field, are not mine. About. What are you thinking about that? You know, what people are saying is that if they have to um, rethink, for instance, a six-foot distancing for their employees. Um, you know, I spoke with an architect, um, Dan Montroy, and he was doing a layout for a pre-built downtown and they were um, considering 30 employees. And then what he did is basically draw, drew six foot circles in the place and realized, well, maybe they could actually fit in 15 to 20 in this office that would normally house 30 people. But what he said is that, you know, some of the employees are going to be too scared to go back on the subway and maybe they want to stay home or that people I will agree. You you know, know, Lois, work at different times. I think we have a break coming up. I'd love you to finish talking about that. And I have some other questions for you. Um, just give us two minutes while we do a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. 
factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. It's time to say happy 20th birthday to Trinitas Regional Medical Center. It's been 20 years since Elizabeth General Medical Center and St. Elizabeth Hospital got together and formed Trinitas. And since then, Trinitas has established 12 centers of excellence, including the Comprehensive Cancer Center, the Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Center, the Connie Dwyer Breast Center, Cardiology, Renal, Maternity, Behavioral Health, and more. In fact, Trinitas has also grown to offer care in every county in New Jersey. Trinitas Palliative Care Program received advanced certification from the Joint Commission and their Stroke and Joint Replacement Programs received gold-level certification. You've heard me talk about Trinitas Center for Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Medicine. Well, they're now at an amazing 95% heal rate for problem wounds. This amazing medical center just gets better and better. To find out more, visit TrinitasRMC.org. That's TrinitasRMC. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com surroundnewyork.com connecting you with new customers it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo dotty herman Oh, we're back and we're talking to lois weiss now you were talking about the office space and how they're rethinking it and yep. Yeah. What what are you hearing? You're hearing what are you what are you hearing with all the commercial real estate? And how curious? I mean, because that's kind of how I'm looking at how is New York City coming back? How do they come back? How do they do the social distancing? And you were starting to say that most people probably are not going to feel comfortable as soon as we open up New York to just go back to their offices. Yeah. You know, there'll be some, there's so many millennials and younger people who can't wait to get out of their apartments 
and see their friends again. So I think that age group will be the first uh, to go, yeah, let me back in. Um, what, you know, what you might see when you get to your office door is uh, there may be some thermal imaging that they've advised you that you're going to be subject to. So um, instead of taking your temperature as you walk in, each person, uh, somebody will be watching thermal imaging. If there's a you know, person who's a little warmer, they'll be gently asked to come aside for a, another uh, temperature check. Um, most of the doors you won't have to touch. A lot of the building owners are installing apps so that your, your phone will become the key to your elevator and the key to your office. Um, in other words, they're trying to eliminate touch points. I'm sure everybody will want you to wear a mask. They're putting Purell out. <laughs> you know, they'll be buying it by the barrels. And then when you get into your office, um, they may have pushed the desks and chairs apart. Um, you may not be facing the other person, you know, turned away. Um, they may take, you know, every other chair away at the, uh, you know, the coffee bar, that kind of thing. So, um, and they're going to tell you not to share your keyboard, your mouse, uh, stuff like that. And, of course, everyone's going to be wiping everything down. You know, you may see cleaners come in during the day to do that, um, as opposed to only having cleaning done at night. Um, and by the way, and, like, I, I, I want everyone to know you can, uh, what's the, the best way? I mean, I follow you on Twitter. Is there, so you can follow Lois Weiss on Twitter and believe me, you want to hear from her. She's got great information. I was, uh, looking at one of your tweets when you had talked about that viruses may linger in closed crowded spaces longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, so tell I have us a friend about who that. got this. I had a friend who got this in Thailand in early January. So I started saying to myself, well, if, if this virus is similar to um, uh, flu, what if the studies showed on this and, and to other colds? And what the studies showed is that the stuff lingers. It lingers in the air. As you walk on a carpet or a floor, it's going to get kicked up again. Um, it, you know, it lives on surfaces, um, you know, and we're talking hours and days. Um, and, um, my husband is a liver transplant. So for the last couple of years, both of us have been very careful about what we touch. I generally don't touch anything. So I think it's important for people to understand if you go to, uh, get out money at an ATM, uh, don't touch the keypad take a tissue with you you know let the tissue be between you and your fingers um the same you know at gas you know if you you have a vehicle and you're gassing up get a big paper towel and uh hold it between the two things or wear you know gloves if you can get them and learn how to take them off properly inside out and not touch them again um so, you know, it's kind of scary, and that's one of the reasons there's some systems out there now uh, with bipolar ionization that goes after 
the actual virus particles in a house or an office and um, and kills it. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's just a little bit. It's kind of scary to think. Yeah, about it is. It. And, and I, I was asking Steve uh, prior to you be on. Um, I, I think one of the concerns also that you know uh, people have, or or or, or commercial owners, um, is is what kind of liability? I mean, I I was listening and hearing that they might come out with some um, uh, youth liability protection, but. You know, yeah. there. As of now, I don't believe that they have. And I was asking Steve, Stephen, uh, what kind of liability do you have if you have. You know, I don't know how they prove where somebody got the virus exactly, but yeah, exactly. is there a lot of liability in that area? Well, I, I think this is where standards evolve, and you have a concept of duty of care. And what you have is when you have an area of public accommodation, whether it's a retail business, a restaurant, or an office, and where people are coming in, there's a certain, you know, expectation. And I imagine the standard of care is going to evolve, right? Think about it from technology. You know, 20 years ago, someone could have said, oh, I'm not tech savvy, so I I don't know. And then now look at the proliferation of technology and also the rules on data security. So we're, we're going to have, I think, an evolution where um, the standard is going to be different. Nobody can say they haven't heard of COVID-19. You know, making that excuse is not going to work. And so if you're going to have your business reopen and you're going to have people come in, there's going to be a, most likely an expectation of how you ha- handle things, and that's going to be an increased burden on business where a year ago it wouldn't have been on the radar. And I think that's yeah. how it's going to really translate. Yeah, so Lois, I, you know, I'm on the Board of Governors of Revenue, and I know that they're working with the governor on how to reopen. What are you seeing? How do you see New York? I, and I know, of course, the stages. But how do you see it? When do you see it coming back, really? I mean, I don't believe that it just opens and everybody's just... Yeah. Same. Everybody's very What are you saying? Or what are you thinking? I mean, I don't think anyone uh, knows exactly, but what's your best guess? You know, the, gov- the governor wants uh, and mayor both want cases to drop off substantially before they reopen because the fear is that, um, you know, there'll be carriers out there who will reinfect a bunch of people and the numbers will pop up. I think we're going to have to watch states like South Carolina that is starting to open this weekend and see how they do. Um, I think, you know, one of, they had a mall open last night and 30 people were there, but the stores weren't open because, you know, they're trying to open slowly also and not all their employees want to come back just yet. Um, you know, people want the restaurants to open and uh, that will be a matter of also social distancing. But my God, you know, it's, it's, it, people are very frustrated. I have a son that's just devastated that he can't see his friends and he's having a hard time dealing with it. And then I have a son with two kids and they're like, can't wait to get to summer camp. And how is the summer camp going to handle it? There's already camps that, uh, are not opening, I guess, in Massachusetts, but, you know, other states, they may open. And, well, the kids that were supposed to go to Massachusetts now all start, you know, banging on the doors of other summer camps. 
I mean, that's, you know, just one thing. People are at their, you know, the families are having a tough time. Um, yeah, I know, know even with colleges, I sit on the board of one of the colleges, and uh, they're not sure, like, how many people will want to dorm, um, yeah. you know, in September. Yeah, I mean, you have to There's put, so many questions. When, so when do you see, what's your best guess on when you see the coming, like, you just see coming back, I mean, they're predicting that, you know, it'll take at least till the end of the year and we won't see a real growth until um, maybe next year sometime. Um, you know, what do you see? New I mean, York can you're... really stay closed that long. Um, with, I mean, people are already talking about moving out of their uh, of the city, and I don't think it's going to help it um, to do uh, to put it off. You know. Uh, uh, Mayor de Blasio was is discussing having uh, July 4th fireworks in some way, and, you know, that may be reckless, um, you know, because people will be on rooftops together, um, and, and but there's almost, the, it's frightening. Are we not in a catch-22 if we don't open businesses up? Um, I You know, we could just kind of lose our whole economy and there'll be more people on unemployment but there is the risk that if we do open them too early we're going to lose lives and is there some kind of yeah. is not what they're trying to do is find some kind of yeah. middle ground balance you, you know it's a hard balance because every town and every county is different um, as to the number of cases and to, you know, how many people can get infected. Um, you know, there are, there are counties in the U.S. where there are less than 100 cases, and, you know, there are uh, 100,000 people. So do you keep, you know, uh, 99,000 people out of work because of, you know, 100 cases? Um, and... You know, there's also statistics now on the nursing homes and that that's where, uh, you know, those are the people who should have been protected the most and that's where most of the deaths are. But, it, you know, it's, 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 the public policy on this is so difficult. You really can't Monday morning quarterback because then you get into a situation, I'm sure Steve would agree, well, you know, is there liability now for people to get the flu? Well, what about the common cold? Where did you pick it up? Where did you get it? Did you, were you on the subway? Were you were you at the supermarket? Did yeah, somebody... hold that thought, Lois. I think we have a break again. I just want to continue that conversation. I think it's important for everyone to hear. We'll be right back with Lois Weiss and the rest of the crew right after this commercial break. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. 
Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. This pandemic has been very tough on all of us. It's put a strain on our health, our psychological well-being, our finances and families. It's also brought out some of the best in people. We have seen countless examples of businesses and individuals going above and beyond the call of duty to selflessly help their neighbors. If you know someone who fits the bill, let us know. Tell us their stories. Tell us who deserves to be recognized. And we just might feature them on our show. Leave Frankie Five Burrows a message. 816-8-MORANO 816-866-7266 Tell us which everyday hero deserve some special recognition. You can also reach us online at am970theanswer.com Hi, I'm Steve Adubato. Every Sunday, Steve Adubato's Leadership Hour brings you valuable tips on how to become a better leader. I'll also interview leaders in government, business, and other arenas. So catch me, Steve Adubato, Sundays at 2 p.m. for the Leadership Hour, right here on AM 970. Are you or your parents' assets protected from nursing home bills? Did you know these bills can exceed $15,000 a month? People work their entire lives to live comfortably in retirement, to leave their hard-earned dollars to loved ones or charities of their choice. But when people become ill and need to go into a nursing home or receive home care, the bills can drain your assets, leaving many people bankrupt. The good news is that you can prevent that from happening if you plan in advance. You can keep your control and your choice over your assets. Connors and Sullivan's lawyers can customize a plan that's specific specifically protects your interests, including your home. Schedule a free, initial, comprehensive telephone consultation with Mike Connors to discuss your issues and concerns from the security of your home. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. You can also visit them at connorsandsullivan.com. Don't let nursing home bills take your life savings and leave you and your loved ones bankrupt. Mike Connors can take you through the process by telephone and start a plan designed for you today. Be part of an extraordinary adventure to Israel this year. You're invited to the Stand with Israel tour with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell this December. Join AM 970 The Answer for a 10-day all-inclusive expedition into Israel's fascinating history, dynamic diversity, and significant future. Experience Jerusalem, modern Tel Aviv, Masada, and so much more, all in the comfort of first-class accommodations. Register today for the Stand with Israel tour with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell. Visit am970theanswer.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I have to say we're here with uh, Ace by Supart, um, Stephen Abbott, and uh, we're so lucky to have Lois Weiss, and I believe Sherry Spritz on the line, or yeah, our New Sherry's York psychiatrist. Um, let you know if we could all kind of just talk about this. What what do you what do you see? Like I kind of I'm looking at okay, so we have we're going to open up, and I think Lois, the mayor said it's in phases, right? And so the first phase yeah. is kind of construction and some commercial things and i think i know real estate is phase two um so what 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 do you know we you've been i've been through 9 11 we went through the recession of uh yeah. 207 208 whatever that yeah, and um, 2000 you know, yeah, no you know and, and i i said to one of the stations one of the tv stations that asked me i said listen i put my money on new york they've always come back i mean i think it's going to be a bumpy road i don't think it just happens uh, and, yeah. you know, as far as the people that are leaving, 
Um, I saw many people leaving um, New York City that were older baby boomers moving to Florida because, or states like that because of the taxes or the weather. And that was happening yeah. before the virus. So yeah. I, I think that if they go there for good, it was they already had one foot out the door. What are you sure. saying as, sure. as, as New York? I mean, New York is, you know, look, there's nothing like New York. What do you, you know, and I really do believe it, it all comes back. It's just, uh, yeah. we've, we've got a it road ahead. I mean, back. and I think difficult. And you were around with 9-11, all of you. What do you see the differences yeah. between that and this? Um, it, it, it was a hurt psychologically on 9-11, and everybody, but everybody was afraid, you know, every time there was a bag uh, on the left somewhere, you know, the cops were coming every day, right. everywhere to see if there was a bomb. And, you know, that took a long time to get over. Right. Um, and you remember this, seeing the army men and, the ta- and, and, and all the military, which we never had seen before, you know, uh, yeah. you know, it was just a hole and they had, we never had to check bags and this and that. So it, it changed. It and of changed. course it turned out to be a great time to buy an apartment here, didn't it? Absolutely. You know, the, the prices <laughs> went right, right back up. I think the difference here is that I'm hearing from families with kids who are saying um, maybe it is time for us to move to the suburbs. So there have been, um, you know, once they can start showing houses upstate, I think you'll see a move to, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, somewhere where there's a little elbow room and, you know, the kids can run around a little more. Um, yeah, we, we I saw that, you know, that, I saw that after 9-11, though, also, I saw, like, people were afraid to be in the city, because we were, if you recall, everybody, we were expecting a second terrorist attack. Uh, yes, we still <laughs> are. But, you know, I have to say, I, you people go, oh, this is so bad, and I say, what do you mean? All my life, I thought there would be a nuclear bomb. This is so much better, because we have, you know, the grass, the trees, there aren't, you know, people in turned to dust all over so lois you know, i'm old me, enough that when, when i was a kid i'm sure this happened. we had to go under our desks like they would have drills Absolutely. okay Absolutely. and i think about it now you had to go under your desk and like go right underneath these little desks and i'm thinking well what yeah. was that going to do <laughs> it, it was yes well you know that that's what we have to ask ourselves about all the things that a building or a retail space you know how much is it going to do um you know there was a um and i don't know if i heard this on twitter i don't know if it's true about a little town that shut itself down in the uh you know 1918 uh flu pandemic and no one was allowed in or out and then they all got it because the mailman spread it so, you know, are, uh, is this all being spread, you know, at, at the mailboxes in a building well, or in... You uh, know what? I, I tell people in January, I had what I thought was a flu. And I took a pack, and generally the pack does it for me. And when I was done with the pack, I was supposed to be in Florida, and I was still sick, or if not sicker, than yeah. when I started, which was odd, because after a pack, it yeah. usually does the trick. My doctor made me take a, a x-rayed my lungs and the lab said, you can't leave. And I said, why not? And they said, because 
you know, your doctor will call. And to make a long story short, now I have pneumonia. And I still got on a plane. And they weren't really talking about this virus then. So I went to Florida and I said, I might as well go to Florida. If I have pneumonia, I'd rather be there. I wasn't scared. Where now, if you told me I had pneumonia, I would be. And, you know, so I I, I think so many people now are not going to know whether it's a flu, whether it's a virus. No, no. And plus the tests aren't always coming back. You know, there's a big, there's a lot of false negatives on the test. I'm sure I have a friend and she's been suffering for a few months and she's had two tests that came back negative. And it, the way she is, it's impossible for it not to be COVID. But yet I want to I wanna extend on what you said, Dottie, because I have uh, friends who were on cruises in, and I won't say the line, but I can say it wasn't Norwegian. It was a okay. different cruise line. And 11 of them went and they said everybody you know, all the staff on the cruise, there were, you know, Purell everywhere, but they all got sick with very strange illnesses when they got back. And I found somebody who was on the same ship for the cruise before, which would have been over Christmas, and they both had, you know, COVID-like illnesses that tested as not being the flu. So I'm and they both said there were plenty of Asians on the ship. And my guess, and now there's people saying, well, I had this strange thing in November and December, and I think this thing has been, you know, floating around for quite longer than any of us. I do, too. And now they're saying that they're not sure, you know, they were saying basically in a lot of people's, I want to see the antibodies, that if you had it, then you can know you're safe. And now they're saying they're really not sure about that either. So I know, and then so China I, had a lot I, of cases where the person was sent home and then they died or got it again. So it, it you know, I, my guess is that it's like a regular cold. Uh, that there's many varieties of it, many mutations of it, that you might keep getting over and over again in different forms, and some will be harder and some, you know, will be less hard. So I, I'd like them to see to come up with a cure for the cold, and then I'll know that they can cure this thing. I know. So we don't have much time left. So what does everybody see? Like, you know, the, we see the city kind of opening up the end of May, I think, you know, starting to really open up, not maybe the 15th, maybe the end of May. I hope so. I hope, you know, who gets opened up fast is the hairdressers. I think we all need one oh, at this point. please, please. I think I was watching that a hairdresser went to jail because they put her in jail because she opened up too early. Yes. But her, she had a line out the door. Yeah, they need yes. the hairdressers. And I guess all the surgeries, you know, that are like yes, hip surgery and knee surgeries. I mean, I called my doctor. I have a very bad hip. And I was supposed to have the surgery. Obviously, I couldn't. And I said, I'm really not comfortable having it. I can't even walk, but I can't have it. I'm not comfortable going to a hospital right at the moment, even when you open it up and you allow um, those kind of surgeries. Yeah. And he basically said, yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, you probably were talking probably he, he felt probably fall. And we're just all going to pray and hope and look at the good things in life. And I think that maybe hopefully we, you know, at 9-11, I think there was a sense of unity. There was a sense of that. It was the first time in my life, and I've said this, that I felt everybody was one. You just looked at a person and they kind of... 
We were right. just we like one, and I had never when you seen walk, that before. Right? Right. When and we I hope down the this street, happens we looked now. At I hope good things come out of it because usually out of bad comes good. And I hope that people realize mm-hmm. what's most important. Number one is your health. Yes, absolutely. Okay, because if you don't be, have that, be, you have nothing. And how everybody's yeah. really trying to be a community and come together. And we're finding ways of being creative. And people are coming up with different things uh, to keep connected. So, yeah. now, you know. If people pay their rent where they can yes. and pay their property taxes where they can and, you know, buy, get a good buy now, uh, on some uh, on an apartment or you know something that uh, you know has value. I think uh, you know you'll be looking back on this day like you do at the other days and go, I got a great deal this time. Yeah, Lo- Lois, look at nine eleven. You couldn't give yeah. away something downtown. Now the prices That's are right. off the wall. You couldn't sell an apartment if it was a high floor. Now the higher the floor, the more money it goes for. So, and, and plus we didn't have as low interest rates as we have now. So right now the interest rates are crazy low. Absolute yeah. So it really low. is a wonderful time to buy. And Steve, I, I, I know everyone's trying to do things virtually. Um, we would, we, I don't know if we'll have time to talk about it today, but the liability is, you know, you know, we're very careful with liability, and that's really up to, you know, somebody's risk tolerance. And of course, uh, people are getting more creative with virtual tours and uh, drones that can actually show you the streets. Are you hearing much about liability? The, um, you know, what, what basically everyone is doing is we're making arrangements that are case by case. We're using technology as an assist. It's not a replacement in a lot of ways to get things done. Um, and, and that's how really the closings are happening. And you're seeing different sectors evolve as well with it. But definitely technology is helping. Uh, we'll finish this next week. Thank you and happy Mother's Day to everyone. And hopefully you'll have sun. Happy Mother's Day and we'll be with you next week. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.